0: Raju gave another example, in every student, after coming here, unknowingly, a silent transformation takes place in him. His his whole personality will be totally different from the past, and this is also uh, a revelation. And the speaker mentioned another instance. The boys were getting ready for the sports and cultural meet that year. The boy mentioned this incident, which speaks of the psychology of students here. Mm -hmm. Yes. And uh, all of you know, the winners in this sports uh, meet will have the privilege of receiving gold medals from the divine hands. From Bhagawan in front of 50,000 devotees, not an ordinary thing. So there was very keen competition among the boys because opportunity to receive a cup from Bhagwan directly. And two boys are participating in the running race. Of course, it's final round. Many participated, and uh, second, third, and everything filtered. Finally, two. One has to be the winner. Naturally, they were running, and all people who were watching. One boy fell down. Fell down. Naturally, the other boy, actually declared as a winner. Winner. He will receive the cup from Bhagwan. And uh, at the end of the running race, the other uh, boys came and started consoling that boy who fell down. Don't worry, don't worry at all. Sometimes in life uh, it happens. And then one boy asked him, How is it that you fell down all of a sudden? You are a very fast runner. You stood fast all these years. How is it that you fell down all of a sudden? Why? You know what that boy said? The other boy who won, made a promise to his father that he will be the college champion this year. He promised him and told his father that he will certainly receive cup from Bhagwan. So I don't want to disappoint him. I wanted him to win the game. So I purposefully Fell. Will it happen anywhere in the world? No. No. You can say that. So, this is the spirit of sacrifice which is an exception. It is not mere competition. It is not mere winning or losing. There is something much more the values of life. And the speaker, Razuru, M.A., student, Said this, I come from an area full of terrorists, area of violence, people kill each other. But seeing me, nobody would believe that I come from those parts of terrorists, from those parts of rowdies. Who kill each other? Today I am in front of you like this because Bhagwan made me a cultured, decent man of human values. And further, he said, "Can you deny this?" I openly declared, "This is the effect of Bhagwan's love on my life." And then. One student, he narrated one incident. It seems a student has got a a practice of cutting his nails every Thursday. Every Thursday. It has become his uh, habit almost. One Thursday it so happened that he had to rush to the college. He couldn't cut his nails. On the same day, Baba happened to visit the institute. He called this boy. He said, How are you? With the wave of his hand, he materialized a nail cutter. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, you can cut your nails with this, was what he said. Bhagavan's leelas are miracles. Cannot be estimated. Cannot be judged. Cannot be explained. So saying that boy... Quoted a poem composed by Bhagwan himself long, long ago. A beautiful poem composed by Divine Master Baba. I'll give you the translation just as an apology, that's all. I don't think that I'd be doing full justice to the original composition. But I'll give you just meaning of it. Whatever I may have, plenty, prosperity, or poverty, whatever I may have, I am not bothered. If you are pleased with me, that is enough Bhagwan. Whatever I may lose, whatever I may gain, if you are favorable to me, that is enough Bhagwan. And I have a number of desires, fulfilled or unfulfilled. But if thy grace is on me, that is enough, Swami. I may be in positions, high position, or out of position, whatever may be. If you love me, that is enough, Swami. I have so many things that you have given me. And those things that I am likely to get in future, okay, I will get it. But, Lord, I want one promise from you. I only desire one thing. That I should lead that kind of life as to make you say that I am your devotee. That you are pleased with me. That is enough for this life. When he recited this poem, there was thunderous applause in the whole of the auditorium that day. And then he quoted another poem composed by Bhagwan himself. Just, uh, I may tell you, my friends, you too may be watching me quoting Swami's poems in the course of my talk whenever I am given the chance to speak in the Divine Presence. I quote Swami freely because not that I want to expose my scholarship, no. Those poems are in Telugu and that's my mother tongue, easy to pick up. So I can quote from the original and those people among the audience who know Telugu will be able to appreciate very much but i don't want to disappoint others i'll make translation in english then and there immediately knowing fully well that full justice is not done well i know that but yet i must do my job this is the substance of the second poem quoted by that boy written by bhagwan himself 50 years ago oh god Thou art Thou art the tree And I am A creeper Round you O Lord You are the flower I am the honeybee Making buzzy sound Around you O Bhagawan You are that vast sky And the small Star shining and glittering along the way. Bhagavan, you are the ocean and I am only a river trying to merge in you. O oh, Swami, you are the mountain and the waterfall. This is the substance of the poem which is also loudly cheered. And Swami wanted him to repeat this poem once again that day. God amuses his own composition. And then the next speaker is Mr. V. Jagannadhan, M. Tech class, student of computer sciences. Here this boy quoted a verse from Adi Shankara, you must have heard of Adi Shankara, the greatest intellectual that the world has produced. People say he is a very incarnation of Shankara, Lord Shiva himself. We'll think of Shankara later. Really, I feel like talking to a small group on Ramana Maharishi and Shankara someday. Because these two topics are not given to everybody. These two topics cannot be understood by everybody unless one has got a depth, unless one has got 100% concentration, unless one has sufficient background in spirituality, they cannot understand these two, Shankara and Ramana Maharshi. I only pray Baba Ramana Maharshi. Yes. I pray that someday I should get this opportunity speak on the compositions and the lives of these two great people. Then, this boy, Jagannathan quoted from Adi Shankara's composition. There's one um, composition of Adi Shankara called Saundarya Lahari. Saundarya Lahari, meaning the beauty flows. The incessant flow of beauty That is a translation, if I can give you that way. The composition in praise of Goddess, the Divine Mother. What do we do during our bath in the daytime? People go to the river, as they take bath there, collect some water there from the river, offer it to God water is there which is the creation of God, not yours. And you offer the same water to God. Am I clear? Oh God, what else can I give you other than your own creation? Because everything belongs to you. I have nothing. I can only offer your own gifts back to you, Swami. I don't have any. It is this idea. They collect water there and offer it to God. Similarly, Swami, what all we have learned from you will be offered back to you out of our devotion. We don't have anything else to give you God. We know that nothing can happen in this world unless you will, unless you determine, nothing can happen in this world. Oh God, we know. And the boy mentioned one episode from Mahabharata, the great epic. There in that epic, there is one character by name Arjuna, A R J U N A, a great warrior, a man of strength, expert in archery, and this Arjuna went on pilgrimage. He visited several places and then at one place he saw Hanuman. Hanuman is a character from Ramayana. There Arjuna saw Hanuman there. He didn't know Hanuman. He has no knowledge of Hanuman because Hanuman belongs to Treta Yuga, earlier period. Rama's times. Whereas Arjuna belongs to Krishna's times. So he has no chance to know him at all. Well, he took him as an ordinary monkey. And then Hanuman introduced himself who he is in a very, very fantastic way. Simple example. Arjuna looked at that bridge there near Rameshwaram, Cape Comoran, and uh, told Hanuman there, Look, your Sri Rama built that bridge with the help of monkeys? No. <laughs> I'm sorry. Had I been there, I would have done it, shooting arrows. I would have constructed the build a bridge with arrows, single-handed, without help of the monkeys. And Rama got it done with the help of the monkeys. Oh, well, what's great about Rama? That's what Arjuna said. Hanuman is deeply hurt. Oh, I see. Are you? Oh, are you so great as that? And then he said, come and do it now. So Arjuna shot arrows. A bridge is ready now. Then Hanuman said, Let me test it how strong it is. And Hanuman started walking on the bridge. The bridge started shaking, like the modern bridges, which are made up of more of sand and less of cement. Ready to collapse any moment. And then Arjuna started trembling. He prayed to Krishna silently. And then immediately Arjuna said, "Oh, Hanuman, you walk again this time." When Hanuman walked again this time, the bridge was strong, and later Krishna appeared in front of Arjuna. Arjuna know this when Hanuman was walking on the bridge, it is ready to collapse." When you prayed to me, I kept my back in support of the bridge so it did not fall. It did not collapse because I gave my back. I was supporting that bridge. Now you find blood, stripes of blood on my back. This is the episode narrated by that boy as stated by Bhagwan to them few years ago. And that boy said, Arjuna's prestige and dignity were kept up by God. Those of us who believe in God can live in respect and in grace. We don't have to bend our head in shame before anybody because God is there. Because the prestige of the devotee is the prestige of the Lord. He will never allow anybody to fail. That's what that boy said.